Hi, you're welcome to another insightful episode of Otis Stories, a world of inspiring, amazing, life-transforming, faith-lifting stories. My name is Mrs. Elo, and in today's episode, the story that I will be narrating to you is titled Worthless Chase, written and narrated by Otis Stories. But before we dive into this story, um, I would like to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. The link is bit.ly slash O-T-I-S-T-U-B-E, all in lower case. And then if you would like to get closer to the Otis Stories community, then connect with us on Telegram. It's t.me slash O-T-I-S-T-O-R-I-E-S, Otis Stories. Of course, and you can do well to stop by at our website to um, easily access all our stories. And it's otistories.com, O-T-I-S-T-O-R-I-E-S.com. Now, let's get into the story for the day. Worthless Chase. The good life is yours and is in you. Those uncomfortable situations do not have any authority over and around you. And in this insightful faith-lifting story, I would share with you how you can stop chasing what you already have and start living in and enjoying this good life. So here's the story. As I sat at the balcony of my house, I began to wonder what God's plan for humanity is. I could view the busy road from where I sat because my house is situated close to the road. It felt good being able to watch people passing by and the vehicles moving. But as I kept staring at the road, I observed that people weren't just moving. Rather, it seemed to me that they were being driven internally by a force. And as I watched the road keenly, I could also see that people weren't just moving because they wanted to get to their various destinations. The people were driven by the hope of getting a better life and improving their standards of living. As I watched this hope-driven chase, within myself, I was moved to ask these questions. God, why would you allow her person to be born only to start chasing after life? Was that the plan? How can people even tell that the chase is worth it and that they would get to that expected end. What if they are just chasing the wind? How can they tell the right path to take other than what society tells them? Hmm. While I was still sitting there, my eyes suddenly opened. And it was an amazing sight because as I looked at the busy road, 
I could now see that everyone had a scroll-like script hanging over them. Hovering on the script was written, God's life plan in gold color. Then again, I also saw another scroll-like script. Hovering on the script was written, Satan's death plan. And it was in an ashy color. This second scroll seemed aggressive and always wants to enforce itself over every person. Then, all of a sudden, I was led to focus my eyes on a man in a car who seemed to be waiting for someone. He was sitting in the driver's seat and the car was parked at the opposite side of the road. I could see him clearly because the glass was halfway wound down. And as I stared at him, I began to see into his life. All that I saw about him impacted my life greatly, and I'd like to share it with you. So, here is what I saw while I was staring at him. Before this man was born, God had a great plan for him. God thought of him and the kind of person that he wanted him to be. And then he was released to be born into the world. As soon as he arrived this world, Satan crafted his own evil plan for this man. This baby was born into a fallen world whose God is Satan. So until this baby is old enough and born again, he really needed someone to continuously pray on his behalf to abort the plans of Satan and to also insist that God's good and perfect plans for him prevails over his life. Unfortunately, this little baby had no one that was interceding in prayer for him. His mother, who was a prostitute, had gotten him out of wedlock, while his father believes that children who comes out of wedlock, children who come out of wedlock, are not from God. He believes that God doesn't give children when people fornicate. He didn't even have the understanding that God had established reproduction to always take place when both the male and the female garments fuse together, notwithstanding the condition or situation through which it happens, whether married or not. So, aside from the fact that the parents of this child were not born again, they also saw him as a bad luck, a product of sin, a disadvantaged child, and an unfortunate child. So as he grew, Satan's death agenda and plan for him prevailed over his life most of the time. He had a lot of unfortunate experiences. Death reigned over his life 
He made little or no progress and experienced severe stagnation. And eventually, at some point, he began to feel that the fact that he was born out of wedlock was the cause of his problem. So he thought to himself that he had been born into a category of unfortunate people who must work twice as hard as others to make progress. As a result, with the determination to move forward and have a better life, he tripled his efforts and hustle. He worked hard with the hope that there was light waiting for him at the end of the tunnel. In the midst of this, he met someone who preached the gospel of Christ to him and got him saved. Yet, even after being born again, he still didn't see the results that he hoped for. Although he was assured that the life of Christ had replaced his old life, he couldn't see any change or difference with the way things were with him. Although he was a little disappointed, it didn't bother him much because he had already concluded in his heart that his situation is a special case. He had established in his heart that struggling was his path to success. But in all, he was determined to get to that light of success, waiting for him at the end of the tunnel. At the end of the tunnel of struggling. At the end of the tunnel of struggling and hustling. He kept on chasing this light until one particular morning around 6 a.m. He had just been woken up by his phone's alarm. And in the process of turning off, he kept chasing this light until one particular morning around 6 a.m. He had just been woken up by his phone's alarm. And in the process of turning off the alarm, he got a notification of a song that had just been uploaded by one of the YouTube channels that he subscribed to. So he decided to check it out. The song is titled, I Have Zoe by Love Word Singers. And the lyrics went something like this. I am alive. The spirit of the most high God is at work in me. His resurrection power vitalizes me. Oh, yes, it does. It's in my head, my feet, my hands, and all over me. I have Zoe. I'm more than a conqueror. I have Zoe. I'm a victor. I have Zoe. I rejoice. I have the incorruptible indestructible life of God. This song resonated deeply on his inside. He got up from the bed feeling awakened in his spirit. He got up from the bed feeling awakened in his spirit 
and he kept screaming the lyrics of this song. And suddenly, it was revealed to him that the day he became born again, his life was restored back to God's plan and intention for him. He got to understand that he had received Zoe, the life of God, and the God version of his life. And right from that moment, he began to refuse anything contrary to Zoe in his life. He had already realized that he had received a new life and that a new pattern was meant to manifest in his life. So Satan could no longer trick him. He, so Satan could no longer trick him into believing and accepting his lies and plans of limitations. Rather, he rebuked his old life with everything in him. But he didn't stop there. With determination to manifest only Zoe, he continued speaking Zoe and rebuking Satan's plan every morning. He was totally against the old pattern of his old life. And at every instance and situation he found himself in, he would insist that Zoe, the God version of his life, would manifest. And then he would instantly rebuke every symptom of Satan's plans over his life. And because Zoe is God's life and always perfect, he began to increasingly see perfection in his life. There were no negativities anymore. One time when he was kidnapped, he refused to be scared. He only said to himself, that it was just Satan trying to impose his death plan on him again. And he, re and he began to rebuke and refuse it. He knew and, he knew and believed that God's plan for him is perfect and characterized with the mighty deliverance of God. So in his heart, he continued to decree and declare this. I have chosen life over death. I speak life, the life of God and God's version of my life in this situation. I see the mighty deliverance of God now in Jesus' name. I have chosen life over death. I speak life, the life of God and God's version of my life in this situation. I see the mighty deliverance of God now in Jesus' name. Miraculously, on the night before the day he would be killed by the kidnappers who had wanted to use him for rituals, a terrible fight broke out. During the fight, a lot of the kidnappers and ritualists killed themselves. In the process, he was able to escape. Indeed, the mighty deliverance of God in God's perfect life for him manifested. Every day, his life was full of manifestations of Zoe. That was because he no longer chased after the good life nor the supposed light at the end of the tunnel of struggling and hustling like he used to. Rather, he began to see himself as the custodian of the light that the tunnel needs. 
At every instance of his everyday life, he was bent on manifesting the light and the life of God in him. And until that point where I saw him, he was peacefully manifesting the Zohe life and not chasing after the good life as people do. Instead, he was manifesting the good and perfect life of God. Wow. When I was brought out of the trance-like experience, as I can call it, I was once again conscious of my balcony and the busy road. I kept on staring at the man in that vehicle whose life I had just seen. Shortly after, a pregnant lady got into the car and then he drove off. While feeling very grateful for this awesome revelational experience, I sighed and said this little prayer. Lord, I thank you for answering my question about your intention for humanity. Thank you for showing me that the devil had taught humans to channel the insatiable desire to always manifest the good and perfect plan of God in their lives to the chasing after a mirage of a better life somewhere and somehow. Today, I stop this worthless chase and I pray that you help me to live my life manifesting the Zoe life always. Yes, I have the good life in me as God has it, Zoe. I am free from death and the plans of Satan. Therefore, I shine and I manifest God's glorious life for the rest of my time on this earth. I decree no place for Satan's agenda to manifest in my life henceforth. For the blood of Jesus has been shed for me and is speaking for me. In Jesus' name, it is so. Amen. Then I got up and went inside my house, still praying in the Holy Ghost. Stop the worthless chase and begin to manifest. See each day, every project, every situation, and your lifetime on earth as a priceless opportunity to manifest the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that is the end of this amazing story titled, Worthless Chase. Yes, I know you have been blessed by it. I know you have been greatly inspired. Your faith has been lifted and it is all to the glory of God. It is all to the glory of God. I have been inspired myself just narrating the story to you. Praise God. Praise God. All right. There's nothing more to say. The story is loaded in itself. So um, until next Sunday when I'll be here again with another exciting episode of um, a fresh faith lifting story. Please keep manifesting 
Zoe. Hallelujah. I'll see you next week Sunday. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can contact me to send your feedback, testimonies um, on WhatsApp. My WhatsApp number is plus two three four seven zero. The WhatsApp number is plus two three four seven zero three five five two four zero four two. You're blessed of the Lord, and I'll see you next Sunday once again. I love you. I love you.